Discover how you can live a glorious and supernatural life through the teachings of Reverend Dr. Kwaja Bwatenbempa. Reverend Dr. Kwaja Bwatenbempa is the senior pastor and visioneer of Holy Hill Chapel, Assemblies of God. An anointed, energetic, and practical teacher, this servant of God will inspire you with practical teachings of the Word of God that will inspire, refresh, energize, and bring healing to your body, soul, and spirit. Now to today's message. It's our year of supernatural growth. Indeed, there's no limitation. Let's put our hands together and honor the Lord Jesus, the owner and the builder of the church. And we want to salute our Father and celebrate the grace of God upon his life. Let's put our hands together. We also want to thank God for the life of our mother in the Lord. Hallelujah. In this morning's service, it is testimony time. And all through the Bible, we saw God providing for his people supernaturally. And God is still in the business of meeting our needs supernaturally. And so to prepare our hearts to receive what he has for us this morning, we have three powerful testimonies to be shared by Sister Efua, Brother Isaiah, and Brother Enes. And they saw testimonies of divine provision. Let's receive Sister Efua with her testimony about divine provision of 4,000 Ghana cities and business breakthrough. Give Jesus a big hand of praise. Supernatural growth. No limitation. I'd like to thank Jesus, the owner and the builder of this church. I'd also like to thank Mommy and Daddy for this opportunity to share my testimony. My testimony is about the provision of 4,000 Ghana cities and also business breakthrough. During the last 21 days of the 100 days of prayer and fasting, um, I was trusting God for 4,000 cities to pay off um, a bill that had accumulated over time. Um, one Sunday when we came to church, Daddy said anybody who was indebted should come to the altar and touch it. I came in faith and I started trusting God to provide the 4,000 cities. The following Wednesday, after lunch our prayer, someone sent me 2,000 cities. The next day, right after lunch our prayer, another person sent me 1,000 Ghana cities. The next day, after lunch our prayer, another person sent me 1,000 Ghana cities. And I was able to clear off that um, bill. Since then, um, another person called me and said, oh, two, um, two years ago, they contacted me for a job, but they were now ready to do it. Another person called the next day again and said, oh, 2000, um, two years ago, I contacted you for another job. I want to do it now. Since then, it has been from one breakthrough after the other. Business I have returned to do Jesus all the glory. Indeed, an encounter with God leads to a change of story. This is what is about to happen in somebody's life. If you're excited about this testimony, you are going to see the hand of God this morning. Let me hear a believing amen. Let's now welcome Brother Isaiah. He's testifying about supernatural provision of a job. Let's put our hands together and welcome him. Supernatural growth. No limitation. I like to thank Jesus, the founder and the owner of the church. And I like to thank our father and our mother and the Lord for this opportunity. My name is Connie Isaiah Jr. Um, I joined the church during the latter part of the 
prayer journalism moments and I've, I've been in Accra too for the past six months. And when I came, I've been in search for a job for something that will make me look quite more comfortable. And in the process, I had a call from this company who were also recruiting. But the miraculous thing is that I was employed when I thought I would not be. Because upon my first meeting with the panel, they told me my requirements were quite below standard. But I was praying within me when I was sitting before them. One of them almost bounced me, then the other said, let's give him a chance. So when, when that was said, I, I had the encounter with them for the first time. So they said, I'll hear from them. In fact, I had met this panel for about four to five times, and I have still not had anything positive to hear. Um, the last one was for me to meet the CEO himself. At a point, the managers in charge of the recruitment process were like, they are, they are afraid because this man is very strict. He knows what he wants. He knows the qualities he requires in on what, um, what he wants and who he wants to recruit. So they were like, get these materials, read these things, abreast yourself so that you can catch up with what he wants to get from you. It was on the 23rd. It was a Sunday service. I almost skipped service so that I could continue reading wow. and then catch up with a few staffs before I meet the CEO on Monday 24th. But the Holy Spirit was like, no, you do not treat church service for the job opportunity to come to church. I did as the Holy Spirit instructed me. And miraculously, that Sunday, Papa declared that someone is passing an interview. The next day, that was on Monday, I received it in faith. And I already had my mantle with me, the one that God has blessed through our Father. So on Monday, when I went to see the CEO, Upon entering the office, I wiped my face three times with a mantle and I mentioned Papa's name and I prayed over it. And I said, God, take the lead before me. So when I entered, he was on his laptop, he didn't see me. He lifted his eyes and people of God, surprisingly, he looked me in the eyes and said, do you know why I'm not going to ask you anything? Surprisingly, and with smiles on my face, I said, no. He said, okay, so I don't want you to fail. I want to recruit you. So, hallelujah. These are my expectations from you. Go and tell the managers when you want to start work. And I glorify God for such a great miracle in my life. Wow. So, naturally speaking, he did not qualify for the job. But the God of Holy Hill intervened on his behalf. He said, I wanted to skip church. But the Holy Ghost said, Come. And when he came, the prophet of God spoke, and that word made the way for him. As long as you are here this morning, a way is going to be made for you. Let me hear a believing amen. Give Jesus a resounding clap of praise. Thank you, Lord. Brother Ennis, he's testifying about divine provision of job and accommodation. Supernatural goods. Help me thank Jesus, who is the owner and the builder of this church. And help me thank my mommy and daddy for this opportunity. Thank you so much. 
My name is Ernest Amwa, and this is how my testimony goes. Last year, I was very uncomfortable with the work I was doing, and I wanted to resign. And I prayed to God to give me a better place to work. And by God's grace, during that same week, a company called me, of which I didn't apply for, and they said I should come for an interview. And on the day of the interview, I was so busy at work that I couldn't make it. So I told them that I can't make it for today, and they said I should come on my off day. And I was like, oh, okay. So I went there during my off day, and through the interview, they told me that they've already employed me in the work, but they just want familiarities just to be there for anybody to see that I came for the interview. So, you can clap your hands better for the Lord. And also, since I was leaving the other company, I had to pack all my items to my house. And upon reaching the house on a Sunday evening, my stepdad told me that my stepmom couldn't accommodate me in the house. So I should find my place. So that night, I had to sleep in a friend's kiosk for some time. And during the 30 days of change of story, I came to church, and some of the days I have to sleep in church at, uh, in a sneaky chapel or any place I get to sleep, I'll be sleeping there for the night. And by God's grace, the last week for the change of story, after that he anointed us, as usual, I was going to wait for everybody to leave the church before I would go and get a place to sleep. And a man of God, a pastor from this church, approached me. No, no, he's also the owner of the company I'm working with. He asked some few questions and I was fumbling. I was just answering the question anyhow, of which he noticed that I needed help. And he said that he, he was going to assist me. And he, okay, so during 8th of October, he came and he said, okay, I've gotten a place for you. Go and check if you like the place. And I'm like, I love the place already. I don't like it. And I, I really thank God so much for this testimony. And indeed, he's an impossibility specialist. Thank you. Divine provision of a job and accommodation. May this testimony be replicated in somebody's life. Give Jesus a shout of praise. Thank you, Lord. That same God is going to do yours for you. If you believe, say amen. It's that same God. Thank you, Jesus. The same God is a supernatural God. The same yesterday, today, and forever. Never lose a battle, it once. Yes. You never 
Something good, Professor. It's about to happen to you. Something good. It's about to happen to you. Glory, glory, glory. Today, we are going to be talking about another dimension of the supernatural, which is so important, but it is missing in the consciousness of many believers. And what the time to talk about it than in the time of such economic difficulty. God has not ever been confused before. He's always on top of issues. Tell your friend, God is on top of issues. So, the supernatural is supposed to be the lifestyle of every child of God. Pastor Savior just explained to us, well, I'm just continuing from where he started. Is that living their life over and above the natural. And that is what church is about. A church is not a lecture room. A church is not a university. A church is the house of God. Where the things that are impossible outside become possible in the church. So you got to understand where you are. So you don't go to church and not expect a miracle. It's a place for the miracles. Because only God does miracles and this is his house. So you came with any impossible issue, expect that God is going to come through for you. Without expectation, you can't have a supernatural experience. You need expectation to have an experience. So 
the supernatural life, which is the life of the church, is the life that is above and beyond the normal. Now you hear the testimony. The gentleman said he didn't apply, but he was called. How possible? Because there is a Jesus who can apply for you. We are a group of people that live above natural circumstance. John 3, 31. He that is from above is above all. We are a group of people that live above natural circumstance. But until you are schooled in the taste of the supernatural, you may die and suffer like an ordinary man. But you are not ordinary. Turn to your friend and say, neighbor, I want you to know you are not normal. It's not an insult. Tell him, you are not normal. You are abnormal. Normal people live outside the church. Because the testimony they are saying, which one of them is normal here? So we are a group of abnormal people doing abnormal things. Experiencing abnormal prosperity. Experiencing abnormal miracles. So I am not normal. Tell yourself, I am not normal. Very soon when you pass by, people will wonder at you because one of the abnormal people is passing by. And when you are not normal, you are able to reign over circumstances of life. We are born as supernatural beings to defy the laws of nature and science. We are born as supernatural beings to defy the laws of nature and science. I like what Pastor Xavier said that if the doctor says something cannot be done, hey, fine, that's their level. But a child of God, you are beyond that level. You are beyond. Jesus, our master, lived a miracle life. Jesus, our master, lived a miracle life. And what is a miracle life? A life above limitations. John chapter 3 verse 8. He said what? The wind blowing. Where he listed. And you hear the sound of but You cannot tell when it's coming. And where are you going. So is everyone born of the spirit. So is everyone born of the spirit. So the man that is born of the spirit. Is above limitations. You got to know that. It's above limitations. So, Jesus lived a miracle life. Nothing could limit him. He could walk over water. Ha, he could turn water into wine. There is no natural law that can mesmerize my Jesus. Now, the Bible said in John 21, 25. Everybody turn your Bible to John 21, 25. I want you to start learning how to open your Bible. There are also many other things which Jesus did. The which if they should be written everyone, I suppose that even the word itself could not contain the books that should be written. Wow. Amplifier. I think the church ought to know that. And there are also many other things which Jesus did. Which if they were recorded one by one, suppose that even the world itself could not contain the books that will be written. PTB. There are many other miracles. And today, your miracle will be added to the list that is not recorded in the Bible. Now, look at this one. Very powerful. I want us to read together. Everybody open your mouth. Let's go. Ready, go. Jesus did countless things that have been included here. Now, this is Apostle John talking. 
The one that touched Jesus. The one that ate with him. The one that walked with him. Let's read again. Ready, go. Jesus did countless things that haven't been included here. And if every one of his works were written down and described one by one, I suppose that the world itself wouldn't have enough room to contain the books that would have been written. Wow. Put your hands together for the Lord. So tell your neighbor, God is about to do many other things for you. Many other things. Many, 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 many other things. Now, when you are working with God and you are putting limit on him, you are the one putting limit on your life. As far as you can believe, he will do. As far as you can go, he will go with you. Some people, even in their prayer, you look at the thing they are asking as if they are having mercy on God. My friend, you better change the things you have written on your prayer card. And you see, the things that are normal for you, God will not waste his time to do. The things that are normal for you, God will not waste his time to do. It is when they become impossible that you see the impossibility specialist. I declare in the name of Jesus, this week, this week, this week, this week, everybody will experience another miracle they never experienced before. I didn't hear him. Somebody just made a miracle right now. Somebody will experience a miracle you never heard anybody share. You have a testimony you have never heard anybody share. Now, I want to see a great man of God called Kenneth Copeland. Now, one of the men that came talking is a man called Jerry Savile. Now, this man said one day a family member died. And they went for the funeral. And when they were coming, he had to go and preach in another city. So by 2 a.m., himself, his wife, and two children were driving on Oklahoma Highway. Now, when they got to the middle of the road, no car was coming and no car was going. Middle thick darkness. Then all of a sudden, his car ran on something. Brrr. The wife was sleeping and said, what is that? He said, I don't know what is it. And before he saw, his petrol gauge was moving from full to zero. Something has pierced into the car. This thing, and then all the petrol came down. No car is coming. No car is going. So the wife said, what are we going to do? He said, we have to pray. So they just prayed, Father, in the name of Jesus. And then suddenly they saw a light coming. This one is not recorded in the Bible, so listen. <laughs> a man of God came out of the car and waved the oncoming vehicle. And before the car got there, the man, instead of maybe bypassing them and stop, he stopped at their back. And then he said, we need some help. And the man said, that's why I'm here. <laughs> he said at the beginning, he didn't think about it. That's why I just said, sir, our car is broken down. We need the fuel. The man went to the back of the car, brought a chain and hooked his car and drove about 20 miles and meandered into an old filling station that looked like 1940 filling station. The, the doors are belonged. If you see an old place, a place that is not being used, no light. And this man came out of the car, took some keys and opened some old car garage and then entered inside and propped the lights open. And then he used something to hook the car up. And then started fixing the petrol tank. When he finished, he now moved to that old distance and filled it with tank. And then the man of God said, please, can I pay you by saying thank you? He said, no, no, I told you that's why I'm here. And so he drove off. Now, for one week, he was still thinking, I need to see this man to say thank you. And so 
The next week he had to go and preach in that same city. So he marked the very spot that the man took them to at 2 a.m. in the middle of the night. And whilst driving, he came to that place and they got down. And there was a cafe there. So he went to the cafe and he said, um, last week, my car broke down in this place. And a man in this filling station helped me. And the man in the cafe said, sir, are you dreaming or what? This filling station has been closed for the last 40 years. Nobody has. There's no light. There is no fuel in the fuel pump. He said, no, 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 sir. You are not understanding. I said, last week. Last week. Somebody helped me here. I want to see the man. They say, sir, are you not listening to what I'm saying? I'm the one living in this place. My cafe has been here. I'm saying that, number one, there's no fuel in that pump. And this thing, there's no even light. Let me go and show you. He said, ah. A man brought me here. Switch on the light, fix my tanker, and fill my fuel, and I drove up. And I'm, 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 I don't know what we're talking about. And then the Holy Ghost said to him, There are angels that have keys that can open old petrol, petrol doors. And there are angels that can work on your car, they are angelic mechanics. And there are angels that can open up old petrol stations and fill your fuel tank with fuel. I came here to tell you this morning, I don't know the dimension of the miracle you are expecting, but my God will come through for you this week. Yeah. If I'm talking to somebody, let a person hear you. Amen. Here. Yeah. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, yeah. there are many other miracles that Jesus did that are not written in the book. And today your own will be added. Your own, your own miracle will be added. Give the Lord a clap and a shout of praise. So ladies and gentlemen, Jesus is a miracle worker. And today, we are going to be looking at miracles of different, different forms. But the one that Ghana needs now is a miracle of supernatural provision. Everybody says supernatural provision. No, 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 I can't hear you. Everybody shout and say supernatural provision. In case you lose your job, is it the end of your life? All those that said no, something dropped in your bank account. In case the banking system in Ghana collapsed, is that going to be the end of your life? Because I know a God who does countless miracles. Now, so today, we look at this dimension, which I'm going to preach for all the three weeks that are ahead of me. God, the Lord said, give this message to the body of Christ. And the genesis of that message is in Genesis 22, 14. And look at your neighbor and say, the Lord will provide. Say it romantically and say, the Lord will provide. You don't know who you are talking to. As you are saying that somebody's accommodation is being fixed. As you are saying that somebody's school fees is being paid. As you are saying that somebody's brand new car is being released. As you are saying that, turn to somebody romantically and say, the Lord will provide. Abraham called the name of that place Jehovah Jireh. As it is said to this day, in the mountain it shall be seen. Now the new King James says, the Bible speaking, he said, and Abraham called the name of the place the Lord will provide. Why? He called the name of the place. Abraham called the name of the place the Lord will provide. Tell your friend, my new name is the Lord will provide. Say it because something is about to happen to Allah. Say, my new name is God is going to provide. 
and that mentality must be released. Many Ghanaians are demoralized because one million dollar was found in somebody's house. <laughs> when men get it, they will keep it, but when God gets it, He will distribute and give everybody a portion. Whether you know somebody in the government or you don't know somebody in the government, I declare to you, my God is richer than any economy. My God is richer than any government. My God is richer than any company. And I want you to know my new name is the Lord will provide. Who wants some God to provide somebody this way? Someone's visa will be provided supernaturally. Someone's new house will be provided supernaturally. Someone's new wife or husband will be provided. Someone's miracle baby will be provided. And more and more today, I speak to your bank account and your mobile account. The Lord will provide. Now, now why did Abraham say that? Because his son didn't know that. He said, Daddy, where we are, there's nothing. It's not a potiphar. Where are we going to get? And Abraham said, hey, my son, the Lord I'm serving is a provider. You can have more from God. There is no poverty or lack in God. It's our mentality. So today, I came to declare, you are moving from enough to more than enough. Who said to me to that? I said, you are moving from enough to more than enough. Now, there are so many wicked Christians who don't believe God for more because they don't have anybody to bless. Yes. Today, I'm going to show you some things. Anytime you start thinking you don't need more, you are not believing God for more. It's because you don't know that every seed of Abraham is supposed to be a blessing to his generation. There are people who can't believe, but you can believe for more. So today I came to encourage you, hey, believe God for more so you can be a blessing. What did I say? So, this brother needed accommodation and he needed a believer who had more than enough. So very soon, all these Christians who are saying, Oh Lord, ask for me, don't make me rich. Ask for me, don't make me poor. I just want to go to heaven. You live in the zombos of heaven. Because you see, one thing about heaven is that two reasons we are going. Number one, salvation. Number two, works. Works. Some people think that, just get born again and go, no. God left you here to work for him, to do works. That through you, people experience the goodness of God. Through you, people experience the provision. God is not interested in believers who make no impact. So throw away this nonsense mentality. Oh God, I don't want much. You need much. Even if you don't want much, I'm forcing it on you. Because there is a lot to do for God. Push somebody and say, there is a lot to do for God. Two weeks ago, before I traveled, there was a conference coming on in Ghana. And I had a call that during the meeting, they said that they needed some cars to help some of the dignitaries. And your name came up that you can help. Your name. So I called my guy and said, Charlie, can you make this car available? That is when I began to see that there is a need for every believer to have more. The reason why the LGBT ABC nonsense is making impact in the world, but they believe that when you have more, you can influence society. Today, I challenge you, anybody from the background of poverty, Anybody from the background of not enough, I cause that background out of your life and I declare receive more than enough. I say receive more than enough. I say receive more than enough. We can do much.
And people will never know God because you are broke. Everywhere he went, he was doing good. He was doing good. Where will you be able to do good? It's not because God can bless you. Your mind, there is a problem in your mind. There is a problem. And that problem, that, that do not be conformed to this world. People who don't know God, they still to keep. Eh? They don't understand the purpose of blessing. So they keep and keep and keep until what they keep become a curse. Proverbs 11, 25. The generous soul shall be made rich. And he who waters will be watered himself. Look at what he says. This is what is going to happen to some people in Ghana here. He that will hold corn, the people shall curse him. The people shall curse him. But blessing shall be upon the head of he that giveth it or he that getteth it. From today, may the Lord bless you with wholesale blessing. Yeah. The amen didn't come and say, may the Lord bless you with a wholesale blessing. So you can be a blessing to your generation. So, supernatural provision. Now listen carefully. When you study your Bible, are you here? Jesus did many miracles. But look at an amazing thing. The first miracle he ever did was a miracle of supernatural provision. John chapter 2. There was a wedding in Canaan of Galilee. Jesus' mother was invited. And all of them went. And while the wedding was going on, wine got finished. You see, if you are not a Jew, you don't understand some of the stories. Among the Jews, anytime there is a party or festival, the most important thing is the wine. And the wine got finished. That's why the mother of Jesus couldn't sit down. Because mama, after all, it's not your wedding. The woman stood up. Jesus' mother said, they have no wine. Jesus said, woman, my time hasn't come. And the verse 5 is the master key to supernatural provision. The Lord said to me, he said, all these believers who are always believing for somebody to bring them something, don't understand how I provide. Always believe in God. But you must rather be believing God to give somebody something. Because every depot or distribution center is always looking out to give out. When that mentality becomes your mentality, nobody can stop you from prosperity. The mother said unto the servant, whatsoever he says to you, do it. Anytime you need provision, always listen to the Spirit of God. What do you want me to do to get this miracle? Not who is bringing it. What do you want me to do? What do you want me to do to come out of this situation? But we don't think that way. Sometimes we just pray, pray. Even the prayer we are praying. It's not that we are praying for direction. What do you want me to do? Whatever he says to you, do it. Then, 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 then Jesus says to the people, fill the water pot with wine. It's a miracle of provision. And we are told that there were six water pots. And history tells us that every of the water pots can contain 20 to 30 gallons of water. So, let me, let me be on the safer. I like plenty, so let me go for 30. So, 30 times 60 is 180 gallons of water. Now, look at what happened. That they filled the water pot. 
with water. Jesus filled the water pot and they filled them to the brim. Verse 8, quickly run. And he said unto them, Draw out now and bear unto the governor of the field. Share, give it to the governor. No prayer, nothing. What is happening here? The law of process is being defeated. Because we see, immediately, now go to verse 9 and see what I must. New King James. And when the master of the feast had tasted the water that was made wine, and did not know where it came from. Somebody say from above. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. But the servant who had drawn the water knew the master of the feast of the bridegroom. Then he said to them, he said, every man at the beginning set out good wine. And when the guests have well drunk, then the inferior. You have kept the good wine until now. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, your end will be better than your beginning. Tell him tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow will be better than today. Baby, rather, there's no focus in your pocket. But hey, the good wine, the good wine, the good wine, the good wine is ahead of you. So don't let anybody conclude your story. They can discuss your story, but they cannot conclude your story. Tell your friend, don't conclude my story. You can, you, you can talk about me, you can discuss, but don't try to draw a conclusion. Because at the end of the conclusion, the end of my life will be better than the beginning. Give the Lord a shout of praise here. So ladies and gentlemen, why you have to keep serving God and pushing? His best is always ahead of you. The best of God. Some people play buffoonery. They come to church more, they get some breakthrough. I'm not coming again. I'm not coming again. I'm not coming again. Don't settle for less. There is more. The best. So I don't know where you are. Maybe today is the best, but there is another best. And there is another best. And there is another best. Everybody with one car, it will become three cars. Because very soon, when your friends come from abroad, you are going to supply them something to drive. Now listen to me. Anytime people make you feel good, think about if you were the one making people feel good. That's the mentality I want you to carry. Don't just enjoy it. I went to a man's house. It was a nice house. They gave me good food. Where will you give somebody good food? Where will you give somebody good food? Now, verse 11. This beginning of miracles. Yeah. This beginning of signs. Jesus did in Canaan of Galilee. And manifested for his glory. And his disciples believe on him. The first miracle in the Bible is the miracle of provision. But church people don't believe God for provision. They work for provision. They work for provision. It's good now. But the first miracle. So the church will come to a place where nobody will be lacking. And it may also interest you to do the last miracle in the Bible is also a miracle of provision. John 21, 13. Some people say the last miracle is Peter cut somebody's ear. No. It's not a killing miracle. And Jesus took it and let them back. And then they say, no, 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 no. The last miracle is another miracle of supernatural provision. There is somebody here struggling to pay your children's school fees. The Lord says, I should tell you, this month is the last time you will ever struggle. You, this month is the last time you will ever struggle. If you hear, say, I believe. Now, this time, Jesus has died. 
and the disciple read from 1 to 13 have gone back to fishing they are backsliding now maybe whatever this man said is not going to come to pass whatever whatever peter said i'm going to fishing all of them say where they go so they went <laughs> go to fire. so now the disciples instead of preaching they have run away to go and do fishing so whilst they were fishing they didn't catch anything let's start from verse one <laughs> you read the bible after this thing, Jesus showed himself again to the disciples at the Sea of Tiberias. And this is the way by which he showed himself. Now, Simon Peter, Thomas, and all these guys, verse 3. What are, what are they saying? Simon said to them, I am going fishing. They said, to, we are going with you. They went out. This is the last miracle. Pay attention. They went out into the boat. And that night, they caught nothing. Your own effort minus God's miracle power is equal to zero. That night they caught nothing. Now let's continue. And when the morning had now come, they saw, somebody stood by the shore. He said, Hey guys, hey guys, have you caught anything? The person's voice raised across. The Bible said they were about 200 yards from the shore. Jesus said, Children, have you any food? They answered him, No. He said to them, Cast the net on the right side of the boat. You'll find some. So they cast now. They were able to draw it because of the multitude of the fish. They had nothing until the master spoke. Maybe today you came to check with nothing, but I'm speaking. By 12 o'clock this afternoon, supernatural provision begins in your life. Hey guys, have you caught anything? Nothing. He said, Cast your ball to the other side. Anytime God instructs you, it's an instruction into abundance. It's an instruction into abundance. It's an instruction into abundance. Ha! And he said to them, Therefore, that disciple whom Jesus loved, that's John, said to Peter, It is the Lord. It is the Lord. You know why? They remember Luke chapter 5. The first time Jesus was calling Peter and James and John and the Zebedee brothers. The Bible said Peter toiled all night and he caught nothing. And that's how Jesus called him into the ministry. He caught a boat sinking, net breaking miracle. Now I want you to look at something. It's more healing. Provision. Men like food than healing. They like money than healing. They are looking for what to eat, what to wear. You see, and God knows. So he attracted their attention by providing for them. And so Peter now caught it. And then Jesus said, I will make you fishes of men. Now Jesus has died. These people are going back to their fishing that is not working. Then he appears again. And that's the same miracle. So John said, mm, it's the master. He's the only one who provides fish in an empty water. He's the only one who can provide fish out of an empty water. I don't know the empty bank account you have. The empty business you are doing. The empty family you came out of. The empty father, mother, uncle who can't pay your school fees. But I know a God who can let fish come out of empty water. So I declare as a man of God, this week in the name of Jesus, whatever is empty in your life, it is fail, it is fail, it is fail, it is fail. The bigger your aiming, the more your fishes. Now, now. Now, when Simon Peter heard it, it was the Lord. He put out his altar garment. He arose and plunged into the water. 
He's running towards Jesus. But the other disciples came in little boats, for they were far from the land, about 200 cubits, dragging the net of fish. Jesus didn't end there. Look at it. Then as soon as they had come to land, they saw fire of coals, death, and fish laid on it and bread. Now look at something. The people are fishing in the sea. But before they came out of the sea, the one who was not fishing is already cooking fish for them. What a miracle working God. You have to ask your question. Where did Jesus get the fish from? Is he, was he having a boat? No. So out of nowhere, God can fill your pocket. How many people heard that statement? Tell your friend, out of nowhere, it can fill your kitchen. Out of nowhere, it can fill your account. Out of nowhere, it can fill your fuel. Out of nowhere. Some of you are having difficulty with what I'm preaching, but I will come to you right now and tell you three reasons why people don't receive miracles. One of them, wrong trees they are growing in their house. A tree means wrong belief. Ah, Pastor, I can't be, I can't be whatever, whatever. That is why we are in church. Everything is possible. It's not, it's not possible in your lecture room. It's not possible in Bangor, Ghana, but here. How many of you know where you are? Ask your friend, you know where you are. Tell him, you are in church. He didn't hear you. I said, tell him, you are in church. And in this place, you can get something out of nothing. Out of nothing. Out of nothing. Out of So people wonder. Today they say, ah, look, at, look at them men of God. They are wearing new shoes. And they look as if they are blessed. And it's people's money. You better shut your mouth. Whose money is that? You can't have such revelation and never be broke. You can't have such revelation. Some of you very soon open your empty world with money will be there. My God. I can't open such a thing. That's why I'm not on a political platform. I'm in church. All things are possible. And the day you become wiser than the Bible, you start going down. The day you begin to say, oh, these things are too much to believe. You start going down. Because miracles cannot be explained. You can't explain a miracle. And a miracle is the suspension of a natural law. That's why you are thinking natural. So say, how can Jesus? Jesus was cooking bread. Fish and bread. With his own created fire. He didn't go for fishing. He gave them fish breakfast. As soon as they have come to that, they saw fire of gold there. And fish laid on it and bread. Look at it. Next verse. Jesus said to them, bring some of the fish which you have just caught. Meanwhile, some was already cooking. So there is a provision that comes through your hard work and there is a provision that comes from heaven. The one you struggled to catch, bring it. But the one you didn't struggle to catch is also being cooked here. My God. Not all men will struggle to buy a car. And today you are joining that group. Not all men will struggle to buy a house. Today you are joining that group. Not all men will struggle to get the things that they are getting. Today you are joining that group. And let somebody say amen. In fact, I'm hearing sounds of bank account. I'm hearing momo sounds. Momo sounds. 
It's flowing, it's flowing. Simon Peter went up and dragged the net to land full of large fish. 153. And although there were no many, the net was not broken. Next verse. Look at her. Jesus said to them, come and eat breakfast. Woo! Huh? Come and eat breakfast. The king is providing. Yet none of the disciples dare ask him, who are you? Knowing that it was the Lord. Verse 13. <laughs> Jesus then came and took the bread and gave it to them. Likewise, the fish. He cooked it. Has the Lord changed? You see, today we have gone to so much school, so the Bible doesn't make sense to us. And only a brave, 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 then Jesus asked the man, what is your name? He said, my name is called Legion. And we are told, how many demons were in one man? Eh? 6,000 demons in one body. So in the realms of the spirit, the space is unlimited. One man is sitting on one chair filled with 6,000. How much can your mind contain? Since even now you have forgotten all your quadratic equations. Formula for X, Z, Y, Q, whatever, whatever. Why bring the formula? You just finished school a few months ago, you are forgotten. Your mind should not be bigger than your spirit. Be careful. Because the mind can only contain that which it understands. And there are many things we don't understand. Don't live by your mind, live by faith, live by your spirit. 6,000 demons, one chair. The man is sitting down there loaded with 6,000. If I bring 6,000 people here, they can't fit into this room. So you are asking me, how can God put money in my bank account? If you connect your spirit, my God. Yeah, 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 yeah. I say, if you connect your spirit. Lift your hand and say, my spirit can receive more. Some of you are here, there are helicopters inside you. Whoa! Some of you are here, there are buildings, buildings, buildings inside you. Some of you are here, there are private jets inside you. Some of you are here, there are multinational companies inside you. Don't ask me how. Your spirit is greater than your mind. They gave you a question. Answer three out of five. You could do only one. The limitations of the mind by your spirit can receive anything your spirit can receive anything i'm speaking to your spirit so if you're a spiritual man you can believe i didn't go fishing i have fish those who went to fishing don't have fish there is a realm of supernatural provision Tell your friends, stop putting pressure on people. Tell him, stop putting pressure on people. Put pressure on heaven. Tell him, put pressure on heaven. 
put pressure on heaven. And today, when I'm finished, I will show you five ways to get all your needs met. Five. You, do, you can use the formula. You do this one, two, three, four, five. Bam, finish. Bam, finish. It's a formula, you see. So now, now let's turn and say, now I believe in the God of supernatural provision. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we are in John 21. It's the 25 says there are many. This is the last chapter of the book of John. So Jesus began his ministry with a miracle of supernatural provision. And Yasmin, he ended it. This is the last food they ate and Jesus went to heaven. He ended it with supernatural provision. So the mentality that, where am I going to eat from? Where am I going? It doesn't arise. The reason for the disappointment is because people are looking up to men instead of looking up to God. But somebody shout, Jehovah Jireh, my God will provide. And I said, neighbor, I live in Jehovah Jireh Avenue. Avenue, that's where I live. My street is called Jehovah Jireh. The Lord will provide. I came to declare to somebody that people are not expecting any good thing to come out of your life. If I when you bypass, they see you as a burden. But very soon, that burden will become a blessing. That burden will become a blessing. Tell your friend, get ready. Get connected. And you will be affected. Tell them, get connected, and you will be affected. When you get connected, you will be affected. I write this prophecy down. The Lord said to me, There is coming an increase like the days of Isaac. It will be supernatural because we live in difficult times. This is prophecy for this church and anybody who listens to me. There is coming an increase. Write it. It's prophecy the Lord told me, I should tell you. And anybody connected to this our radicalized movement there is coming an increase like the days of isaac and it will be supernatural because we live in difficult times isaac's own miracle was supernatural because it happened in the time of famine genesis 26 verse 1 and there was famine in the land verse 12 and isaac saw in the land and he received it the same year. Why would he lay emphasis on the same year? Farming doesn't threaten God. God doesn't know bad season and good season. As far as God is concerned, all seasons are seasons. And then look at the verse 13 in the New King James. And the man began to prosper. And continued prospering. Until he became very Prosperous. Somebody say, that's me right there. That's me right there. That's me right there. Why can't you believe God to provide enough material resources? God has made everything available for his children. But many are living in lack and want. Today, I want you to build your faith so you can believe God for more and more to bless more people and to save more people. Lack has never been God's idea for his children. Somebody say, lack has never been God's idea for his children and say so i'm coming out of it i'm coming out of it I'm, how many are coming out of it now why do christians lack even though their father is jehovah jireh number one wrong trees planted wrong trees planted the word tree means believe wrong beliefs matthew 15 13 
every tree that my father has not planted eh? he said every plant which my heavenly father has not planted will be uprooted we have believed many things that are not in the bible we have believed many things that are not in the bible these are wrong beliefs wrong belief wrong belief money is not good when you are blessed too much it's always wrong wrong belief the family where I'm coming from here, Charlie, nothing can be done. No, long believe. First Timothy 1, 3 to 4, in the TPT. Change your mind. That's why I came to preach. I'm bringing a renewal of the mind. When your mind is renewed, your bank account will be renewed. God wants everybody here to be part of the end time gospel. We are in the last days, and we need to preach the gospel on television, on radio. Even if you don't want resources, get it because of the kingdom. Get it because of the kingdom. Now, I urge you, when I left from Macedonia, I am asking that you remain in Ephesus to instruct them not to teach or follow errors of deceptive doctrine. Errors. Every doctrine that does not bring you to the well-being of God is an error. Every direction of God brings men into total liberty. Eh? No pay any attention to cultural myths. Cultural myths. Cultural myths, traditions. I come from a certain part of Ghana. That part of Ghana, nobody can do this. I come from this family. In this family, nobody has done it. That's why God will brought you here. You will be the first person to break through that curse. Cultural myth, tradition, or endless study of genealogies. You know, my grandfather was broke. My great great grandfather was broke, broke. My great great grandfather was broke, 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 broke. Hey. You know, man of God, there is a stroke in our family. I'm waiting for my turn. You are waiting for your turn. <laughs> Genealogies. Wrong things that started from your grandmother. I came to declare anybody here, you will not inherit any wrong thing from your family tree. The spirit of stroke is cut off from your family. The spirit of poverty is cut off from your family. Poverty that drives people into promiscuity is chopped off from your family. You see, people think that when Jesus said every tree is talking about physical tree, no, wrong beliefs. Beliefs are the trees. And he, he explained, study of generalism. Those digressions only breed controversies and debate. They are devoid of power that builds up and strengthens the church in the faith of God. One of your friends say, wrong belief, wrong belief. Ask him what you believe is it from the Bible? What you believe? What you have believed? What you have been working with? And here we are also talking about denominational belief that are not biblical. I got the church here in my church. In my church. Who is the owner of the church? He left us a book to follow. Which book is your church following? How dare you lift your church doctrine above the scriptures? That's what the Pharisees were doing. And uh, Jesus came to warn them. So you are white sepulchers. My friend here, anything you have believed hitherto for, that is not scripture. Today I destroy the foundation of wrong belief. Yeah. Lift your hand and say, I approve the tree. I approve. Every tree that my father has not planted shall be uprooted. I approve the wrong belief of poverty in your life in the mighty name of Jesus. Yeah. Number two, refusal to accept God's best 
God has something best for you. Don't reject it. There are a lot of Christians, when they are eating, eating good food, they feel guilty. Hey. You used to be at the Gobe Center 15 years ago. Go and change your level. You are going back. My God. This is what I did in South Africa and I almost lost my blessing. Just that my wife was around. She can believe God for dangerous things. You know, I'm walking with a man in a shop in New York, and then the man sees that I'm watching a shoe, and they say, "Do you like it?" And I saw the price, eight hundred and fifty dollars. When he said, "Do you like it?" I said, "But didn't." I said, "Let's go on." He said, "Come back, come back, come back." Do you like it? Oh, let's go. He said, "Come back, come back, come back." Say, give the shoe to him. I'm standing. And I say, "My God, wrong beliefs." And the Holy Ghost said, this thing you are moving away from, people have been using it normally. It's the normal life of people. I say, Lord, I repent. Some of us, when good thing is coming, you reject it. And you know how you do it. That's why you criticize everybody that is blessed. When you see those who have, no, what? No. What? No. As for me, our family, they didn't train us like that. Which family? <laughs> I said, which family are you talking about? Your family is in Genesis 13 to open. Your family is in Genesis 13 to open. Huh? When God wants to give them, you see some of the girls, somebody wants to marry them. The person didn't say it doesn't happen. Please, I don't want any elaborate wedding. As for me, put me in some corner and bring two or three people. Has everybody complained to me? You said that mentality. Maybe poverty way they do you so. I don't want many people in my house. And I don't. <laughs> you are changing from Okada to Uber. Uber, Uber. And people are moving from Uber to driving their own private cars. Ooh, tell your friend, accept the best of God. God has something better. So many of you, God has said something for you, but you have rejected them. The best of God. Somebody tell you, I'm taking you to lunch. Meet me at Kimpisi. You say, what time? He said, 2 30. I'll be there 215. I'll be there what? 250. <laughs> I have a daughter here. The way I like her, she pushes my feet. <laughs> After the day, they say, Ah, oh, my daddy, this one is not my level. Oh, I say, I agree. <laughs> my wife, too, says, It's not my level. I like sectors. Listen, God is not begging you to have mercy on Him. Either than that, why does he only come in when the thing is impossible? He's a specialist. <laughs> He's what? Impossibility. Paris says, answer me. He's an impossibility what? Specialist. Tell your friend, neighbor. If there is something you can do, you are in the right place at the right time. Leave it for God. That's why he's here.
Give the Lord a shout of praise. You are going to drive a, a good car very soon. You are going to live in a good house. You know, this is my message I started with. People who stole me, but the stone can't do anything. Now, John 1 11, look at it. He came unto his own. Mm -hmm. And what did they do? His own receive what? His own receive him what? Let's go to New King James. You must receive him. You must receive. He came to his own. His own did not receive him. So he moved it to somebody else. But as many as received him, he gave them power. Say he gave them power. Some of you very soon will be distributing cash to your friends. God will bless you so much. Lift your hand as I receive the best of God. Shake it as I receive the best of God. I receive the best of the best of the best of the best of God. You can't believe it, others can believe it. Leave them alone. Number three, lack of faith in God's ability to provide. You cannot provide. Leave the matter for God. Lack of faith. Mark 6, 4 to 6. Many people know what they want, but they don't trust God enough that he can do it. Jesus said unto them, a prophet is not without honor, but in his own country and among his own kin and in his own house. That's fine. And he could then do no mighty work. Why? They couldn't believe. Said that he laid hands on few sick foes and healed them. Tell your friend, the bigger your faith, the bigger your miracle. The smaller your faith, the smaller your miracle. Believe him. He was doing miracles everywhere. He got to his hometown. There was no expectation. So he could then do no miracle. And so the Bible said that he marveled because of their unbelief. And he went out. Now he got here. The man that is raising the dead got to another place. Even stomach ache could not be here. Because the people, somebody lifted on and said, Lord, increase my faith. It, 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 lift your hand and shout and say, Lord, increase my faith. Your family members don't have to wait for your brother in abroad. You in Ghana here, God will bless you. God will make you a distributor. Lift your hand and say, Satan, I am here on behalf of my family. And God will bless me to be a blessing. Say it and shout it and say, God will bless me to be a blessing. Because my God is called Jehovah Jireh. Somebody shout, the Lord will provide. So, wrong trees wrong beliefs so every tree the father did not plant uproot 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 throw them away throw them away throw them away now how do you tap into supernatural provision number one accept god's plan of supernatural prosperity and abundance accept god has a plan to provide more than enough for all his children there is a covenant of increase on every child of God. <laughs> Get his word. Change old beliefs. Deuteronomy 7, 12 and 13. There is a covenant of increase. Then it shall come to pass because you listen to this judgment and keep and to them. The Lord your God will keep you with that covenant. Mercy that he swore to his fathers. Verse 13. Whoa. And he will love you and bless you and multiply you. He will love you and bless you and multiply. I want you to repeat that portion. Say, he will love me and bless me and multiply me. 
Say it again. Say it again. You will, you will love me and bless me and multiply me. You bless the fruit of your womb and the fruit of your lamb and your grain and your new wine and your oil and the increase of your cattle and the offspring of your flock in the lamb which is swear to your father. But the, the place I want you to see, he will love you and bless you and multiply. It's a covenant of multiplication. There is a covenant of multiplication on every child of God. Somebody say, I received that covenant. Gideon almost rejected God's covenant of abundance. Judges 6 13. When the Midianites were coming and destroying their goods. Eh? And they were coming and they were coming. And the Lord appeared to Gideon. He said, Gideon, Gideon, I'm going to use you to bring abundance, to liberate the people. Because what the Midianites were doing, they were destroying the economy of the Jews. When the season of harvest came, the Bible said the Midianites will come and they will destroy everything. Oh, what a way to describe Africa, some of the leaders. They destroyed everything. So God raised Gideon. And then he said, Gideon, as one man, I'm going to use you to destroy the Midianites. And Gideon said, oh my Lord, if the Lord is with us, why then has all this happened to us? And where be all his miracles which our fathers told us? Hmm. Gideon, almost. Then when he finishes, he says, you don't know who you are talking to. I'm the poorest of the poorest of the poorer. <laughs> Take the prophecy somewhere else. Look at your neighbor and say, you are the one God is talking to. No matter your background. You are the one God is talking to. He will provide for you and provide for you and provide for you and provide for you and provide until you become a distribution center for others. Somebody shout and receive that. Oh my Lord, how can I serve Israel? Indeed, my clan is the weakest in Manasseh. And I am the least in my father's house. Shake your head and say, no, 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 no. Put it in the amplifier. Gideon almost rejected God's best. I know your background is not good. But God has a new plan for you. Gideon thought him, please, Lord. How am I to rescue Israel? Behold, my family is the least significant in Manasseh. And I'm the youngest, the smallest, in my father's house. Woo! Gideon! Gideon! Is there any Gideon in the church? Who is allowing his background to influence him? Who is thinking like his father, Kojo Atta? Is there any Gideon in the house? From Abebrese family. I came with the word of the Lord in my mouth. I don't care your background. God has a bigger plan for you. He said, I know the thoughts that I think towards you, they are not of evil to bring you to an expected end. Tell your neighbor, the top is yours. The top is yours. The top is yours. You must accept more and believe God for more for the sake of others. Say, I'm believing God for more. Oh, no, no, no. Let your hand. I'm believing God for more. For the sake of others. There are people here God will give you five houses in Accra. Ay, ay, ay. Very soon, when we are having a convention, you say, oh, the international visitors that are coming, Papa, that house, there is a cook there, he's going to cook for them. How many can believe God for that? Yeah. I pay for that program, the hotel I pay. Oh, the man's whatever I pay. And because there is a certain level where you can't have big anointing visiting you if you are broke. Glory to God. Tell your friend, poverty is not God's idea. 
He is Jehovah El Shaddai. Say it. He is Jehovah El Shaddai. Not Jehovah El Chipo. Say that word right now. He is Jehovah El Shaddai. Not Jehovah El Chipo. Chipo means poverty. Something just got destroyed in the realms of the spirit. Some negative power just broke down in the realms of the spirit. Some negative force broke down in the realms of the spirit. Give the Lord another clap of prayer. Tell your neighbor, believe God for more and more. For the sake of others. Even if you don't like it, get it and give it to others. Say it again. Even if you don't like it, get it! And give it to others. So they will know your God is good. Your God is good. Your God is good. Your God is good. Why is LGBT becoming popular? Because they are helping one another. Those of you who don't know, there's a lot of billionaires behind that nonsense. Yes, billionaires. They can even collapse your business. In America, they told me that there is a woman that somebody went to her for, and the woman said, no, no, I'm a Christian. I'm not going to do there are people, there are LGBT people in the society gathered and said, nobody should patronize this woman's business. In one month, the business collapsed. They've drawn forces together, back with money, power. The church people speak in tongues that their pockets are empty. Not because that is how the kingdom is. They have not believed. And many have rejected their own inheritance. So I refuse to reject my inheritance. You really say, I refuse to reject my inheritance. We have a global gospel to preach. So I declare global prosperity on your life. I speak. Many people here soon will have dollar account, CD account, pound seller. Ay, 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 ay. If you are one of them, jump on your feet and start receiving. Stand there, I'm reading a scripture. 2 Corinthians 9. 10 and 11 from the Passion Translation. We went to Cape Coast. Gave 3,000 books free of charge. And listen to Pastor Kuka. Testimonies that are busting forth from that place. People having divine encounter. We are sitting down. People have taken over television. And we say we love Jesus. Juju men have taken over the TV. Because the church people won't believe God for nothing. And yet they are available. But the thing is, without faith, without faith. As for me, I'm believing God for more. Everybody should leave me alone. There are things, if I alone can do, I won't tell anybody. Abba, I'm going to walk inside right this thing. Woo! Do you see the ball? Why you must believe God for more? Let's read. Ready, go. This generous God who supplies abundance for the farmer who become bread for our meals. Is even more extravagant towards you. Wait a minute. Is what? Ask your friend, do you know extravagance? <laughs> it's like going for a party and the buffet begins from here. Extravagance. Then you go to the Sobolo session. And there are about seven Sobolo colors lined up. And then you come to the more section. And then Mortar Moth energy malt whatever Every, then you go to the coca-cola session and then you have diet coke zero coke all of those bread about and then you go to 
the wine section. Whoa! And then you come to the rice section. Jollof rice, rice mustufa, I watch it rice. Ay, 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 ay. Extravagant. Everything more than enough. It is at this level that we can win the world. You sit down. It is at this level that we can win the world. Who like that scripture? Hey, 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 wait a minute. God is extravagant towards who? Say me. Me. Uh -huh. So come out of poverty. Shake him and say, come out of poverty. Tell him, why are you rejecting your inheritance? Why? Why? Why are you rejecting your inheritance? I'm in this conference and my grandfather, Papa Copeland, come to the stage. And he takes a paper and he begins to read. 1949. I gave a private jet to this ministry. By the time he finished, I counted 30 private jets. He has given to people. When will you give your first bicycle? He's a human being like you. You are sitting down. When you sit in the car, somebody pray for you. Say, praise God. Hallelujah. This is what scripture says. We have not accepted it. We are rejecting it. Somebody gets more blessed in the church. People start to concern. How is he getting this? Instead of building a house, he's buying cars. Is it your money? Is it your money? Why don't you mind your business? Can you drive a house? Other people have it in abundance. You can cry. It won't change anything. But I came to tell you, believe God for your own. He's your father too. Tell him he's your father too. Believe God for your own and stop concerning our people. More extravagant towards you. Now, let's continue from first. Ready, go. First, he supplies every need. Are you in the church? No, no, no. Are you reading like I'm reading? He said, first, what? He supplies every need. Plus, plus. Somebody give a 10. Give a 10. <laughs> are you ready for more? Help me, yes, my God. Then are you ready for more? Everybody shouting. And they will come. My God. Yeah. He supplies every day plus more. Ay, 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 ay. Then he multiplies the sea so. Sit down. Sit down. Listen to me. You can go to heaven as Lazarus. And you can go as Abraham. Choose one. But me, I never read I am the seed of Lazarus in the Bible. He said, I am the seed of. Make the right choice. Is somebody I said, make the right choice. How do you live? Non-alcoholic wine, brewed from Italy, and go for so bolo you don't know who cook it. Ay, 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 ay. My God. 
I got a woman, he, he came, he said, a certain man of God came to town. He said that there's a hotel. He said, Donald Trump has a hotel and it's $20,000 a night. And then one day, Papa Oedipo came to town. And that's where he was lodging. And so the people said, why did the preacher get the money? I said, there are many people that have come to sleep there. Have you asked them? <laughs> now, let me tell you what the devil is doing. Everybody gets money is right, except church people. Yeah. Think about it, you'll see it. These footballers who have not gone to school. They have a jet visiting their girlfriends. And people need a jet to travel from country to country preaching. No problem. But once it's a child of God, and the lie of the devil is that actually to we are the owners of everything good in this life. John 3, 27. A man can receive nothing except unbelievers can believe God. Christians cannot believe God. Somebody shout, I'm blessed. This $20,000 room, people have been sleeping there and sleeping there and sleeping. Only one man of God, check out. And I will show you why. Mark chapter 14. The Bible said, when Jesus was in Bethany, this is a revelation God gave me three days ago. A woman with an alabaster box came and poured this perfume at the feet of the owner of all things. Wait a minute. We are the children of the one who owes all things. And the people say, ah, ma'am, it's too much now. It's too Question, where did the woman get that alabaster box from? You people were not using it in their days. Where did you get that perfume from? If people were not using it. But the perfume became wrong once they gave it to Jesus. And many church people are like that. Please, I'm not your friend. Me, I'm moving on from Christians that like poverty. But they are the old people that later will come and complain. Pastor, my children's school fees has not been paid. All the money me I used to pay people's school fees. Don't you know I believe God for it? You hate it, but when you need it, you come for it. Why don't you believe God for more and more and more? And more? He didn't say work, he said believe. Say believe. No, 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 no. Let's tell somebody. Say, believe. Change your friends. Oh. Where we are going. Look at Jesus. I like to read about. And there were some who were in the Omobu full. And this is Celia Omobu. Where we are before. You see Ghana, everybody. You've not even seen anything. The things that people are doing. Hmm? And he said, why was this fragrant oil wasted? When people are using it, it's not a waste. But when it comes to the church, it's a waste. It's a waste. How do you do poster everywhere? Go outside, you see people poster everywhere. When you come to the church, it's wrong. You see people living in good houses everywhere. Ah, that guy, they say he's a believer. And I'll show you the reason. I'll show you the reason. Then they say, it might have been sold more than 100 and given to the poor. That is the trick all the time. Are you the one that made the people poor? 
And are you their heavenly father? Our father instructed us to give to the poor. But he didn't say give everything to the poor. He said he also give richly to enjoy. You give to the poor out of your overflow. Next question. Which organization have helped poor people more than church? All over the world. Church people. Kenneko Plan Flea, who is playing them, brought 5,000 believers from Afghanistan. Something that American government couldn't do. One person do. One good man with money can do a lot of good. More than one billion devils in town. Today you become that one good man. That one good man. Lift your hands here and say, you will be that one good man. Look at the orphanages churches are built. Today, every good school is church. They've turned the other schools into demons. Everybody is running. Even in Ghana here, Wege here. Was it built by Ghana We Association members? <laughs> Wesley girls. Oxford, Yale, Harvard, or are all universities built by church. You are the salt of the world. So we need more salt. We need more what? So look at them. Give it to the poor. And they criticize her sharply. Criticism. But look at Jesus' response. This is the place I, I like to come to church. My God here. Jesus said, Leave her alone. Leave her alone. Put in your ear. Why do you trouble her? She has done a good work for me. He went further. This is what the revelation is. Next verse. For you have the poor with you always. And whenever you wish, you may do them. But me, you do not have always. Then he go to verse 8. Then he says, she has done what she could. She has come beforehand to anoint my body for barrier. Wait a minute. My body for barrier. The body of Jesus is the church. So anytime you give money to the church, you are preserving his body. Huh? As we are here, if we can't pay our rent, they will sack us. It means the body has been destroyed. As we are here, if electricity comes in, we don't pay electricity. They chop up the life. The body. What do you use oil for? Oil is for preservation. So Jesus was teaching them, you think this woman is wasting oil? He's rather preserving the body of Christ, which is the church. So those who pay time, those who give, are preserving the body of Jesus Christ. The body. This is the head of Jesus. The body from here. That's the church. Jesus said, what the woman did was to preserve my church. So prosperity preserves the church. Because we build churches. We build schools with their money. So those of you who don't understand why. Jesus said, did he say that mountain preserve the body? He said, what the woman has done. The oil that he has poured is to preserve my body. I, I prayed for God. I got Jesus Christ is to preserve my body. So missionaries can be sent to preserve their body. Pastors will keep preaching to preserve their body. How many people came to church in a bus? Without the bus, many couldn't have come preserving their body. How many have received free books preserving their body? How many have received free Bibles around the world preserving their body? So the money we give is not a waste. It's to preserve their body. 
of Jesus Christ. Hmm? We started a church in Sunyani. We pay for accommodation. We pay for and the brother here, without my notice, bought a chest and he filled the church. Bought carpet, he filled the church. The pastor said, So, 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 brother sent us it. So that body of the church that has been established will preserve. Why do Muslims build mosques? I'm asking you. To preserve Islam. Go to Kawakodi. It's not that I'm saying something, you have seen it. Yes. And now they release the petrol dollar from nation to nation. Christians are not wise. Jesus said, the day I saw this one, I said, all my money is for church to preserve the body. You see, have you seen that Holy Spirit Cathedral standing there? When was it built? Many years ago. The people who built it have died. But people keep on giving so the church is preserved. To preserve the body. To preserve the body. So without money, the body of Jesus cannot be preserved. And then he went to verse 9. This is not my preaching, but I'm showing you something. Verse 9, he said, wherever this gospel is preached, the good news in the whole world, what this woman has done, you will say, you said, this thing happened 3,000 years ago, I'm still saying it. The woman gave her a alabaster ball because the body was preserved. Today, I'm standing in the body, I'm preaching. Why are those that gave their money to their girlfriends? Is it preserved? Those that gave their money to football clubs, is it preserved? Tell your friend, be rich to help preserve the body. Yes. Some of you don't know how the gospel came to Africa. People gave millions and millions and millions. Now, you see, when Kenny Copeland was speaking, I'm just sitting down like this. And he mentioned different ministries that he has sent money, prison ministries. I asked my God. You may not see him standing there calling millions. And I discovered even in Rohan Bonky days, all the crusades he came to do in Africa. Africans would just go and jump. Amen, amen, amen. Papa Copeland was in America sending millions. That's what I want to be doing. Put your hands and say, that's what I want to be doing. That through you, some 20 Christians are preserved. Some 30. We preserve the body by giving our substance. Sit down and play. I don't believe in tithing. You'll be broke. Because if you don't preserve the body, you are part of the body. So when the body is being destroyed, you also be destroyed. Abba. Is there any lady here with a fine nose? Let me give you blade. Cut it. They, they've not seen anything yet. The amount of what God is about to release into the end times church. How many are ready to receive? And I read something that shook me. He said, more money, more souls. I've never thought about that. He said, more money, more souls. Kuga, is it true? Is it not true? If you are preaching on Ochebon Peso radio, and the radio is in only Ochebon Peso, and then you get on BBC, how many souls will you reach? Tell your friend, more money, more souls. So believe God for more. I'm going to believe God for more. So we push it in the gospel. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm getting excited here. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I talk to all these my daughters. They are becoming gospel melonets. Lift your hand and say, I'm believing God for more. For more money means more souls. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. 
If you preach on DSTV, how many people will you reach? The whole Africa. If you preach on Sankofa TV. Because you can't pay for more. I'm giving you a certain understanding. Stop saying you are poor. Reject poverty. You can't do much for God when you are broke. And God didn't create you to be broke. You have accepted to be broke. But today I change your thinking. I change your mind. Start believing God for more. But more money means more. So don't go and listen to people who don't know the Bible. And they don't have passion for God. They don't have passion for God. Oh my God. Second Corinthians 9, 10 to 11. Let's read the verse 11. PTP. Now, after he has given you more, verse 11 says, let's read, ready, go. You will be abundantly enriched in every way as you give generously on every on every we are buying a bus we are buying a lift we are buying a jet we are going to a chamber of prison for crusade god wants everybody to be able to give at every occasion that's god's plan for your life and no devil will change it in the name of jesus and then for when you take your what gift to those in need, it causes many to give thanks to. Oh, they say, they say because of Sister Joycelyn, glory be to God. Because of Sika, glory be to God. Oh, what Mount Philo has done for me, glory be to God. Our inability to help others have reduced God's thanksgiving. Hallelujah. One key man said, Hallelujah. Wow. My God. Now, from this scripture, say, I'm believing God for more. You just lift your hand and say, I'm believing God for more. Yes. If people don't give thanks to God, they'll give them to Satan. Satan, today, Sakawa has multiplied everywhere. God, the believers who are supposed to believe for more, say, oh, what I have is enough. Let me try to conclude, if I can. So, point number one, accept God's plan for supernatural Prosperity. Somebody say, I have accepted God's plan to prosper me. <laughs> Number two, move from 3D to 4D. Write it. I will explain it. Move from 3D to 4. So can somebody talk to me here? Move from where? To where? The third dimension is the dimension of men. The fourth dimension is the dimension of God. In the third dimension, there are too many limitations. But in the fourth dimension, water turns into wine. I missed something, I just remembered. The water that Jesus turned into wine, we are told, to get the good wine, the sugar will ferment into alcohol 20 days, sometimes 50 days. But for very good wine, three to four years. So 20 days, 50 days, very good one, three to four years. Jesus did it instantly. Tell your friend, that's where the miracle is. And say, that's 4D, 4D. Time is not a factor. 4D. Someone is leaving this church. By next Sunday, your life has supernaturally turned around. And the end time church must operate, say 4D. Oh, say it with some power. How many 40 generations are here? Oh! 
Daniel 3, 21 and 25, we saw the fourth dimension. The fourth is the faith dimension. The faith dimension. Wow. My God here. So Jesus turning water into wine. Number one, the process of fermentation didn't happen. And yet they got best the one. And number two, there was acceleration. It was very fast. May the Lord give you a very fast miracle. Then the men were bound in coat. Their trousers, their turbans, and their garments were cast into the midst of the burning fiery furnace. Next verse. Therefore, because the king's command was ancient, and the furnace a city hall, the flame of fire slew those men. Watch out. That too shall not Meshach and Abednego. And these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, fell down bound. They were tied up in the midst of the burning furnace. Watch 40. Then the book of Nazar, the king, astonished, rose up. He hears and speak and said to his counselor, Did we not cast three men bound into the midst of the fire? They answered and said unto the king, True, O king, for thee. He answered and said, Lo, I see four men. Loose walking in the midst of the fire, and they have no head, and the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. Somebody shall fall thee. Hey, you are not shouting, it's a new revelation. Say for thee. The three men were ordinary men, but as they put up in the fire, hey, the fourth man came. What am I saying? Let Jesus step into your finances. Wow. Let Jesus. So, with you, you can believe God for this. But when Jesus comes into your family, so what I'm preaching about supernatural prosperity, I'm talking about the prosperity and the provision that come from God. 4D. We cast three men, but I see a fourth man. When the fourth man came, he brought the fourth dimension. The dimension where fire has no effect. The dimension that when you tie people, they are loose. The dimension that what destroys ordinary people cannot destroy you. From today, you are moving from 3D to 4D. Hey, they will suck everybody in that office, but when your name appears, my God, somebody shall 4D. The poorest person in the family is about to be a provider because we are moving into the 4D dimension. And that is the dimension of faith. That's the dimension of what? That's the dimension of what? That's the dimension of what? Somebody shout 4D three times. 4D. The fourth dimension. We are not 3D people. We are 4D generation. We turn world analysis into Canaan. Ay, 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 4D. I declare this anointing over your life. When you enter into any company, it will start flourishing. When men are not doing well, when you get their testimonies upon upon testimony, some of you are going to marry into certain family. As soon as you step there, things are changing for better. Things are changing for better. Somebody say, Lord, I'm walking in my 4D dimension. So, in the dimension of men, Eunice, there's a lot of limitation. But when we get to the 4D, John 6, 1 to 3, Jesus said to them, the people have been in the wilderness for too long. Can you find food for them? Then three D men came. They said, Lord, <laughs> you know we are in the wilderness. 
There is no food, even if there is a restaurant, it cannot suffice. Hmm. Who is that? Is it Philip 1? John chapter 6. And then, the Bible says, they find something to, for them to eat. It's not that Jesus didn't know what to do. He knew what he was going to do. Because he had miracle working power. Next verse. And then Philip answered and said, even 200 penny worth of bread. It's a sign crying pound on your ground go for it. I would do Every one of them may not take a little. I look at it. Look at it. One of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter brother, said unto him, There is a boy here which have five belly loaves and two small fishes. He should have stopped there. But look at a man in the third dimension. But what can this do? among so many ah there your friend don't live from the third dimension speak to your neighbor and say don't live from the third dimension where you live by sight you live by the sense your senses what i see if i can't see i can't believe if i can't smell how many are moving to the fourth dimension they were talking from the third dimension jesus He's speaking from the third time. He said, Lord, oh, we will be on your about Lord, I, I we know you are a miracle worker. But the, the thing is too small. He can't do anything. Look at Jesus. Jesus. He didn't complain. He said, Next verse. Jesus said, Make the men sit down. Now there was mud grass in the place. So the men sat down in number about 5,000. Yay! Jesus took the loaves of bread. And when he has given thanks, he distributed to the disciples. And the disciples to them that sat down. Likewise of the fishes, as much as they would, and then what? The fourth dimension. And when they have filled, they said unto them, gather up the friend. The food multiplied. Heaven's kitchen came down. And they multiplied. Today, everything you have in the third dimension, I move it into the fourth dimension for multiplication. Somebody say, I'm believing God. So, understand that. Miracles happen in the fourth dimension. This is the dimension where five loaves can feed 5,000. We are not men. We are gods. We are not normal. We are normal. Look to the fourth dimension for your provision. Number four, obey every instruction. When you want to see supernatural provision, obey every instruction because obedience brings abundance. John 2, 5. Whatever he tells you, do it. Somebody say, do it. First Kings 17, 8 to 16. The prophet went to somebody's house. The woman didn't have it. He said, Mama, give me some food. He said, Prophet, we don't have anything here. The little that we have, I and my son, we will eat and die. The man of God said, No, woman, go and do as I said. And as long as the earth remained, the food will never finish. The oil, the woman and the son and the prophet ate that food for three and a half good years. Somebody shout 4D. The key here to walking in supernatural provision, obedience. Say obedience. Say obedience. Say obedience. Say obedience. God may come with some instruction. Give that person your car. Give that person your that. Give that person. Because when it comes to abundance, it's only instruction of giving. Ah, that way, that way, don't use it. Give, give, give to this one. Are you willing to obey? 
Yesterday I was telling my wife, one day the Lord told me to give something to somebody. And I delayed. The thing was poor beyond. Up to today, when I remember it, I should have obeyed it. I couldn't use it. The person too couldn't use it. If I've done it impromptu, maybe by now. And when I was in the, the Lord said, have you seen that thing that I told you to give to that person you didn't give? You see now, it has spoiled. And you have tried, you use money, 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 the thing is not because I told you it's not yours, but you delay. How many times have we lost abundance by disobedience? I'll give that your watch to that uh, lady. Now give that your glasses to that person. You see, supernatural prosperity it has a master key. Obedience in giving. Obedience. He will always tell you to do something. But people don't want to hear God. They want to eat from him. Whatever he tells you to do, do it. Yes. And don't just obey. Obey promptly. Obey what? Key number four. Practice giving. Practice what? Practice what? Abundance don't respond to those who complain. It responds to those who give. You can read every story of abundance in the Bible. There was always an instruction to give. The church should better hear that. Anytime you go for one month and God has not told you to give anything, you are moving into poverty. From this day, may he speak to you week by week. Amen. So you see, you so pam pam abandon, pam pam, pam pam. Hey, one month cry and cast him in the baby. I go ready. Oh, you're good, oh, you're good, oh, you're good. What a church. Luke 638. Are you talking about abundance? Give it. Everybody read what is on the board. Ready, go. Uh -huh. You see the way you have lowered your voice. You see? Ask your friend, are you ready for 3D blessings? <laughs> you better lift your voice. God will never change the Bible. You better lift your voice. God will never change the Bible. Ready, go. Uh -huh. How? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Woo! number four point what did I say put under that point give him something to multiply that should have been the point give him something to multiply God wants to multiply you but nothing plus nothing is equal to nothing give him something to multiply so the church has to be a giving society Daniel, are you there? If you multiply nothing by nothing, you get what? Nothing! So, give him something to multiply. Will you tell three people, give him something to multiply? Is it your wig? Is it your phone? Is it your money? Is it what? That point number four, give him something. Of course, give God something to multiply. You, must, you give him, he will multiply in coup for you. 
How many of you need some money? Raise your hands. Don't be a hypocrite. Tell the one whose hands is lifted, give him money to multiply. Check the face. Check the face for me. If your face change. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Woo! Wait a minute. In John 6, 9, what did they give to Jesus? Is it a quarter they give? They gave a preference. They gave him bread. And what did he multiply? Bread. They gave him fish. He didn't multiply octopus. Keep, listen, it's a key. Don't wait and come to church before you hear the voice of God. When you are baffled, you can hear him. They did that shoe, don't wear. No, don't wait. He said, Lord, that's my only Gucci shoe I have. He said, I want to give you more Gucci shoes. You have only one. Point number four. Give him something to multiply. If the church get this revelation. You see, when I said somebody gave 30 aeroplanes, you were asking me how. Because he first gave the one that God gave him. Today he has airport in his house. I met a man, a Venzini son. He said, man of God, you always see Papa Copeland flying over my house. I said, how? This man was in debt. When he married his wife, he married the wife into debt. After the wedding, the woman saw he has inherited debt. Then he began to hear the message I'm teaching you. You change the wrong belief. He said he never believed anybody can do anything without borrowing. So in America, there's also borrowing. And he, he reading his Bible, he came to Matthew 13, 8. Oh, no man, anything. He said it to her, hey, from today we are going to believe God. Then, Papa Copeland went to Ora Roberts' meeting. And then Ora Roberts said, we are going to preach the gospel and everybody become a partner. And then, he didn't have anything. Do you know what he did? He took the partnership envelope and put a pencil inside. Pencil. <laughs> the man that gave 30 rupees, one day gave pencil as a seed. He said, Lord, I don't have anything. I have a pencil. She is, he's going to the offering bowl to drop a pencil. And the woman stood up from the congregation. Hey, you! Hey, you! Inside the church. Then he stopped. The Lord told me to give you ten dollars. And the man has filled the partnership from ten dollars. He said, Mama, give me the money. He removed the pencil and put the ten dollars inside. Oh! Tell your friend, God will provide. Papa Copeland went home, he called his wife. He said, Mama Gloria, Mama Gloria, we are partners in our Robert ministry and we are going to give $10 every month. Gloria said, oh, oh, goodness. Well, we're going to get $10. He said, sit down. Let me preach the message to you. You are not there. That's why you are crying. We can get the anointing on our Robert for $10. I'm a partner. And then he took that envelope, $10. Today, sign checks of millions. <laughs> You think you are the only one who's broke? You think you are the only one who has a background? But God's word can lift you from the ground until nobody will seek your back anymore. Do I see many people being lifted from their background? 
Kenneth Copeland's first seed was Pastor Prince, a pencil. A pencil. You know, when I read sex story, I say, Mom, I'm not doing bad. The only thing that pains me is that age is going against me, my God. I should have heard these things when I was 19 years old. Whoa! Pencil! But God shocked him. Once we were going to drop the person inside the church, hey, you! I read about another woman. He was in the church and said, Lord, I'm believing you from a jet to go and preach. I'm going to sow this $100 and start believing you. The woman went to the altar. He dropped the money. Whilst he was going, he passed level one, level two. Stand up. A man stood up from the congregation. And he said, hey, mama. Hey, mama. As soon as you pass by me, the Lord said I should give you my private jet. See, until people, see, that's what the devil, when we are teaching, you are looking for honey, honey. The devil is afraid of a check that is powerful in finance. So when we are talking about this things, and then people begin to uh, say, whatever, whatever, whatever. Do my kingdom for giving something to multiply. God can't multiply nothing. That's the key I live with you today. Who is going to give you something to multiply? Go home. That your wardrobe is too much of old clothes. Get up. Get to your office. It's not only church people. And say, Lord, who should I give this thing to? He will direct you. That's where the, the multiplication begins. Give him something to multiply. I went to this conference. Only in the room were 4,000 pastors. And then I said, lady, I said, I, 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 for me, I came to see Papa Copeland. And you are not going to see him. You are not going to see him. If you have to see him, you have to write a letter. If you read many, many years later, he will call you. I said, hey, madam, I believe in miracles. I will see him. Man of God, it's not that I'm trying to be out of faith. I'm telling you the truth. I said, take your truth. Take your truth. So I went closer to where the man came from and I said, I came from Africa. I have a seat to bless the man of God. Okay. Okay, we'll check and call you. They check, they call me. If only you have a seat in your hands. From today, may you always have a seat. No, I didn't hear you, amen. I said, the problem with many people's poverty is that everything they have, they want to use it on themselves. Mama was there. Say, hey, tomorrow when you can sit here. First special seat. I'm there. Man of God came. Preaching, preaching, preaching. When he was about to finish, they, they came. So I stood up. I didn't know where they were taking me. They took me to the man's prayer room. That's where he comes to Holy Ghost. I'm standing there. I say, my God. All things are possible to hinder the leg. The man came from the altar with fresh oil. As he entered the room, he began to prophesy. For 10 solid minutes. Are you ready for impartation? I'm ready. 
I brought something up. Yet I'm telling you, if you can, you can believe. If you don't, you cannot believe. This is the prosperity apostle of the world. Through him, Oyedepo became who he is today. Through him. Anybody who is saying God has blessing without reference to Copeland, you, are, you don't know what you are talking about. I said, I won't let this man die. Philip. His tongue is like German. I came today as a living water. And I want you to connect your pipe. Connect. Connect your pipe, my God, here. But people can say that, but that is what I'm saying. Listen, until you get connected to certain people, you'll never be affected. What are you talking about? Ask anybody who drinks alcohol, their friends introduce them. Humanizers, their friends introduce them. LGBTLP, their friends introduce them. The same way spiritual things, you also need an introduction in the realms of the spirit. I didn't come here to play with you. My God, if there is anybody who ever become a reference point in your family, today I decree you are the one in this cell. I say you are the one. Stand more than sitting. Sitting is not good. It doesn't let your blood flow. Ay, 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 ay. Listen, a sower went out to sow. And it happened as he sow. Some fell by the wayside. Best of the air came and devoured it. Check the ground where you sow. Go to verse 7. Go to verse 7. And some fell among thorns. And they just go and choke them. And you didn't know through. But verse 8. Others fell on good ground and yielded a crop that sprang up and increased and produced. Number one, 34, number two, 64, and number last, 100 fold. Lift your hands, I'm going for 100 fold multiplication. Talk to the devil, I'm coming for 100 fold, 100 fold. You get to that level where every seed you sow come back. Hey, think about it. Can you imagine everything you have given coming back to you 100 times? I've given four Mercedes Benz, so times four. Now think about anything you have given. Hundredfold. This is what Jesus promised us. I'm not the one reading it. I'm just reading it to you. Hundredfold. No one person will be broke in the church. Hundredfold. He didn't only say it in one place. Mark chapter 10 verse 30. By the mouth of two or three witnesses. Unless now we are moving for hundredfold blessing. Look at 29. The hundredfold. Somebody say the hundredfold. hundredfold. Can you imagine every shoe you have given coming back to hundred? Will you get a place to put the shoes? If the church has gotten it, Jesus answered and said, Surely, I said to you, there is no one who has left the house, brother, sister, father, and mother, and wife and children. For my sake and the gospel. So all our giving is for the sake of Jesus. When you see me giving, I love him. When you see me giving, I love the gospel. I want the gospel to flow. What is the result? 
he shall receive a hundredfold. Say it has appeared again. Lift up your right hand and say, Lord, from today, I'm going for the hundredfold. Prophesy, prophesy, prophesy. I'm going for the hundredfold. I'm going for the hundredfold. Why is it not happening? We don't know it. We have not put a demand on it. I'm going for the hundredfold. Who will be poor? Who will be poor? Some of you have given funds. Can you imagine 100, 100 funds? But the church doesn't know it. And what you don't know destroys you. 100 fold. 100 fold. Blessing. It's what God has designated for the church. God has 100 fold. Somebody shout, I believe in 100 fold. Farmers don't plant seed for fun. They plant for provision. So when we are giving, we are not giving for fun. And we are not giving because of somebody. He instituted the law of seed time and have it for your personal provision. So every seed I've given is the reason why I'm standing here. Your seed sets the limit of your increase. Your seed. Your job sets your salary, but your sowing determines your income. Your job sets your salary, but your sowing determines your income. You can have supernatural increase. Don't settle for less. Push forward into sowing. Increase your harvest. God instituted seed time and harvest for your provision. Tell your friend, never settle for less. Believe God for more. Even if you don't want it, get it and give it to others. And it is coming supernaturally. Job chapter 8 verse 7. I want you to shout this scripture on top of your voice. Ready, go. Uh-huh. Read it as if God is talking to you. Uh-huh. Read it for the third time, prophesy to yourself. Go. Uh-huh. So shall it be in your life. So shall it be. My God. Formula for getting all your needs met. Number one, state your desire. Write down your need. Write when you need anything. Lord, I'm believing for another car. You're right. Number two, find scriptures about increase and decree them. Job 22 28. Thou shalt decree a thing and it shall be established. Father, in the name of Jesus, I'm believing you for my car. In the name of Jesus, don't let this year pass. You begin. Why? He shall have whatsoever he says. State your need. Look for scriptures that talk about what you are talking about. Huh? And write them down. Then number three, put your faith on the line. Believe it will happen. Yasmin, you meet somebody, say, I'm believing God for my private garden. They say, what are you going to say? I say, don't talk me down. I already believe it. Father, I'm believing you for my car. In the name of Jesus. According to Mark 11, 23, he shall have whatsoever he says. You begin to speak to them. Put your faith on the line. Believe it to happen. Mark 9, 27. Eh? If thou can believe. All things are possible doing that belief. Father, I'm believing for a new house. If thou can believe. All things are possible. You quote these scriptures. Pastor, where did you learn it? I learned it from the men I'm talking about. From the men of faith. Number four. Sow a seed for your need. Anytime you need something, prepare a seed. Because the seed may not be enough to meet your need. But when you sow it, it will multiply and increase to meet your need. That's sure. So before this church started, I sowed a seed of 100 million, the year 2012. And I said, Lord, now we don't have an office, we don't have anything. 
but this is my seed on the ground. When it's time for us to build a church, I don't want us to struggle. And it happened exactly. God, the seed grew. At that time, that hundred million couldn't even buy one plot of land here. But I gave it to God. He multiplied it. Today, look, one half of acres. And we have not stopped. Now it's going to increase more and more and more and more. And more. I gave my first calf, BMW white. It wasn't a four-wheel drive. Today, plenty cars to drive. Seed. Don't eat your seed. Anytime you have a need, put a seed. What does it mean? It's a point of contact. It's a point of what? It's a point of what? Your faith will never work without a point of contact. Father, that's my point of contact. That's my point of contact. I have so many testimonies to share. Finally, keep thanking God until it arrives. Keep thanking God. This is what we call working of miracles. You can work everything out. Father, I need this amount of money for my wedding. I don't have it, but I have a seed. What I have is not enough. I'm going to show this one and believe you for that. Many Christians don't live like that. So, so prayer. Oh, God, give me, give me, give me. It doesn't work that way. Number one, write the vision. Write what you want down. When you finish, find scriptures about divine provision. Like the one I quoted, Genesis 22, 14. Write it again. My God shall supply all my needs. Lord, you are Jehovah Jireh. I know my wig is provided. I know my new house. Write the scripture. Remind him. I won't go to anybody. I won't ask my uncle. You are my provider. You quote the scripture. You quote the scripture. Then you put your faith on the land. You talk to everybody. I'm believing God for that. And it's going to happen. I'm believing God for that. And it's going to happen. I'm believing God. Number four. So see. Number five is what? Keep giving. Keep giving. Keep giving. Keep giving. Keep giving. When you complain, you destroy the seed. By this principle, I can believe God for anything. By these five things I'll show you. Sit down, gather scriptures. You need the fruit of the womb. Gather the scriptures. Name your children and begin to prophesy it. Huh? Everybody lift your hands. Say this after me as we close. Now listen to me. This week is going to be a different week. Some of you are about to see things in your Momo account you have never seen before. Some of you are about to experience supernatural breakthroughs you have never seen before. There are five people here. You are telling the Lord, Lord, I know how to drive, but I don't have a car. And I don't have money. And the Lord says, I should tell you, you are five. He said, my son, I will provide you a free car to drive. How many of you are ready for the flow? Say this, say, I have a covenant of provision. With God. I have a covenant of supernatural increase with God. I refuse to stay at this level. I was created to increase in all things. I'm going higher. I'm going for more. So I can be a blessing in all things. I will never lack. I will never borrow. I will never stay in debt. I will not beg in the name of Jesus all my needs are supplied supernaturally because I serve a God who can provide who can provide who can provide begin to prophesy 
speak to your bank account I serve a God who can provide they turn water into wine and he will provide supernaturally come on come on come on play something oh Jehovah Jireh lift your hands talk to God what do you need understood and lift your hands don't put pressure on your ankle put the pressure on God he will provide he will provide Jehovah Jireh lift your hands there is coming an abundance abundance of wealth Supernaturally provide. Your name is your hope and shine. Lift your hands to the highest. Tell him about your name. Jehovah shall provide. Oh, Jesus, you will do a silly abundance. Come for hundredfold. Lord, I believe you for hundredfold. for impartation of prosperity grace is God's divine gift on men that enable them to live above the number and go into the overflow when you get connected you get affected the grace of Kenneth Copeland is available here today in this church if you are willing everybody lift your point of contact anything you want to use as a point of contact credit whatever picture you can also take a seed in your hands, anything. You want me, my point of contact is a seed. It's not your offering, please. Anything you want to use as a point of contact. Don't say you don't have anything. Set your back. Set your back. Establish a point of contact. Anything that document you are holding. Whether it's a picture of a house or whatever. Take something. I said, somebody put a pencil, a pencil. Before you could turn, God provided his needs. It's Jehovah Jireh. He didn't tell you to provide your own needs. He said, believe me for it. Leave that point of contact. Lift it up. Father, in the name of Jesus. I release the grace of prosperity upon Dr. Copeland. He's the one that you used to open up the church to our inheritance and he has proved it. And by the grace of God, you open that door for me to physically contact him. And I heard him say, there is an overflow. I heard him say in prophecy, he said, it's like a tap that has been opened. And the waters will gush out. And the waters will gush out. And the waters will gush out. So today I decree, everyone holding any point of contact, receive an overflow. Yeah. 
May this grace cover the wilderness in your life. And I release your unlimited giving grace. Take it, take it, take it, take it, take it. I speak to your bank account. Never dry, never dry, never dry, never dry. I speak to your mama account. Overflow, overflow, overflow. Momo, I speak to you. You will never enter into the red. And I declare to anybody here who is managing, who is not having enough, under this anointing, I push you into more than enough. Let the amen be a resounding. I said, I push you into more than enough. I declare all your needs supernaturally supply. You are driving a free car. You are living in a free house. You are getting your needs supply. Scholarships are flowing. Companies that have been granted are jacking back alive. Jacking back alive. Jacking back alive. Every vision you used to have that you have dropped it because of money you couldn't accomplish it. I declare this week as a resurrection week for your business. I resurrect everybody's financial life. Your financial life. Take it in the name of Jesus. I stood on this altar with that fresh grave from that apostle of prosperity. A man went from giving a pencil to giving airplanes by the grace of God. From today, you are moving from zero into a distribution center. Take it in the name of Jesus. And now I address every family case of poverty. Every family case of life. Let it be broken. Let it be broken. Let it be broken. Let it be broken. You will be the first. To walk in abundance. And from today. Jehovah Jireh. Will follow you wherever you go. And God will give you more to bless more. I say God will give you more to bless more. Somebody shout it. I have it. In the name of Jesus. Somebody scream I receive it. In the name of Jesus. Somebody holler I receive more, 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 more. To do more, to do more, to do more. In the name of Jesus. And I receive it and I receive it and I receive it. And I receive it in the name of Jesus. Give the Lord a shout. Now, if you are holding any point of contact, you want to touch any portion of the altar, you can come and do so right now. Quickly, quickly. Any point of contact, whether it is seed you want to drop, whatever you want to do, and go back and take your seat. Take your time. Any portion of the altar, a point of contact. We are in that season. We are in that season. I wish I can lay hands on everybody, but it's not possible. It's not possible. Every businessman here whose business has been destroyed, I give you this prophetic word. Life is coming back into your finances. Some of you, by Tuesday, you'll be testifying. Money will start looking for people. Money will start looking for people. 
somebody will call you i've been looking for you for a long time the lord spoke to me to send you something some people will come here next sunday driving a private car some people will come here with acres of land properties are going to flow because that season of prosperity is here in the name of jesus anybody coming to the altar let this grace find you 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 let this grace let this grace let this grace let this grace establish a point of contact it doesn't matter Establish a point of contact Establish a point of contact. Establish a point of contact. Everything is going to multiply. My God shall supply. My God shall supply. According to His riches. Margaret provide Find a place on the altar. Establish a point of God. Find a place on the altar. Jehovah See the way you love me. See the way you care for me. You carry my matter head over. Hey, like a little baby. You watch over me, oh. You know that Supernatural, 
I'm going to pray for some business people. Thank you, Jesus. Let there be a flow of grace. Let there be a flow of grace. Close doors, opening for ministry. In the name of Jesus. 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 Lift your hands. You don't need any giddy giddy things here. Just a touch. Ultimate stand up. You and uh, Mr. Kwanzaa. Now, give me oil. Malam, come. Barbara, can you come? Sir, come and stand there. You, you stand there. Brian, come. I want to pray for some people. Give me the oil in my hands.
Somebody here, you are doing your own business. Come here. Take your time. If I pray for you already, don't come again. If I've laid hands on you today, don't come. Come. Your own business. Your own business. Your own business. Take your time. Take your time. Take your time. Your own business. Come here. Give me the oil. Put it in a bowl. Put it in a bowl. Sir, go, go. 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 Something is lifting. Abundance. Philip, because I don't see that you are in the church. I don't know you are here. Flow, 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 flow. Flow, flow, flow. Hold up. Abundance. You are breaking out. You are breaking out into abundance. You are breaking out.
go and prosper. Go and prosper. Go. Those of you can come here. divine provision this way. Lift your offering. Let's pray about the offering. Father, in the name of Jesus. From today, don't see your giving as helping somebody anymore. That's God's principle of provision. He can't provide for you if you are not a giver. One day I asked the Lord, why do you ask widows to give? Widows! He said, that's the principle. I don't know widows. I know givers. I know sisters. You are not a widow. You are not a Tell them. Every one of you lock your prosperity in the covenant of Sita and harvest. You lock it in government. One day the government will be out of power. You lock it because your father, your father will one day die. But as long as the earth remains, Sita and harvest. Father, thank you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Something good is about to happen to you. God is about to promote you. The angel of promotion is standing where you are. Uh, blessing. Blessing, blessing, blessing. Madam, that you are shaking your head. Stand up. You, in the glasses. You. Come here. This is your season of favor. 
command all those demons to leave you now. Every misfortune that you have been going through, today marks the end of that misfortune. Why are you lifting your hands? Touch. Business and a new wife. Come here. Yo, no, the woman in the red. Are you an usher? Come, come. No, 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 no. Stop where you are standing. Listen, there's a celebration going on, and you are the center of the celebration. People are wearing white and whatever. They are eating the other end. They're not saying you are the reason for the celebration. Take it. You're going to be blessed. Give your offering. Um, Apostle, when I was coming, the Lord gave me a word. Baron, I'm talking to you. Sit down, don't, don't stand up. And then the word that the Lord was giving that I says, I said, since the day you were in your mother's womb, leadership has been written on your forehead. And the Lord is saying to me, no matter how people are trying to sit on that assignment, I'm going to bring you out. He said, only one thing I need from you influence men for me influence people for me influence people for me it's going to come to pass not in the strength of anybody but in the strength of the almighty god i'm bringing you into leadership and you are going to have control over many 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 people 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 many 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 people many 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 people Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for the offerings. Bless us as we give. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. What are the students? Are they there? Yes. Your troubles will always be filled with food. And there is a new release of academic breakthrough coming. A new release of academic breakthrough. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus every subject that has become dry in your life i command water to flow in that area water to flow in that area in the mighty name of jesus somebody say i receive it you will prosper in your academics father in the name of the lord jesus you will prosper in your academics if you are here today you are not born again you don't know jesus Heaven is going to be a very wonderful place. I follow God with only one desire. To make it to heaven. And I'm not dropping it. Somebody asked me last week, are you afraid to die? I said, no, no, if, I, if God wants to kill me, I will die today. Because we are only here because of assignment. There's a better world out there. I was talking to my stepmother. He said that some sickness attacked her. And I said, ah, mama. Ah, it's not anything they say. Ah, God, you, no, 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 don't say that. I want to chill a little bit on earth. I say, what chilling are you talking about? <laughs> you go to heaven, you are going to chill better. Glory to God. You are here, you are not born again, you don't know Jesus. Don't die and go to hell. Wherever you are, stand on your feet. I want to pray with you. Stand up. You are not sure if you die, you go to heaven. Stand up. Stand up. This world is not going to get better. Only Jesus' babies can be better. Come to me on the altar here. Come from the top, wherever you are. 
You want to say, Pastor, pray for me. Today I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to be born again. I want to be born again. Come to the altar. Stand up and come. Some of you used to go to church. You are vacillating. For some time now, you have not been in church. Come quickly to the altar. Come. Don't feel shy. Don't look at your friend. Maybe if you don't give your life to Jesus today, tomorrow the devil will kill you. Stand up and come quickly. Come to the altar. Father, as you are coming, lift your hands. God wants to give you more. Say, Jesus, Jesus come into my heart today. Heart Lord, I receive you Lord, I receive as my Lord, Lord and personal Savior. Savior. In, the In the name of Jesus. Lord, Lord today, today I'm, born again. I'm born again. I'm born again. I'm born again. I will serve you, will serve you all the days all of, the my days of my life. Forgive me all my, sins, all my sins and come into my heart. Come into my heart. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to this message. We believe your needs were met and every word kept you in closer fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Want more? Find us on Facebook by searching Holy Hill Chapel AG or Reverend Kodjo Boatenbenpa. Or you can join our Supernatural Generation family. You can also subscribe on YouTube by searching Kodjo Boatenbenpa for our video messages to further boost your faith. We look forward to hearing your testimony through any of our social media handles on Facebook, Instagram or Twitter.